Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it been? I'm doing great. Is you doing good? We're talking to me. Yeah. Well, and and everyone listening. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. How, how have all you been? Like, so tell us how your games are doing. If you're winning a lot, if you're losing a lot, they're probably losing a lot. I'm losing a lot. You're losing a lot. But it's okay because we're here. We're taking a break from losing, and we're here to discuss some things with you all. Yeah. Get your hands off the keyboard. Turn off the game or delete it. And listen to this podcast. Wind back and relax as we roast LS and his team. <laughs> oh, it's LS and his team yeah, now. It's okay. LS and his team. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, as we know, I think pretty recent, not not too recent, um, FlyQuest announced and LS announced that they are partnered together. And LS, not a coach, even though a lot of people are begging for it. LS is a content creator. For FlyQuest now. I think he brought a curse upon FlyQuest. I think so. Yeah. Why, why do you think so? Because in the playoffs against Cloud9, they had some of the worst draft decisions Whoa. I've seen from them in a hot minute. Right. Not just like, like, not the worst in total, uh, just the worst I've seen from them. Like right off the bat, we got, we got the Renekton for Impact in the first game against Cloud9. A little bit of a curse for sure. Very curious. You know what? You know who's a bigger curse? What? So you know how a while back ago we were talking about how NAR just has a very low win rate? Yeah. I feel like in this new playoffs and kind of like the new bot meta, Mm -hmm. Zeri is now that curse. You think so? Yeah. There's more teams losing with her than winning with her, I think. Yeah. I mean, if we do review all the games, you'll notice that... (laughs) Berserker did not pick Zeri at all. Did he have the opportunity to? Believe it or not, the final game, Cloud9 actually decided to ban Zeri. Yeah, well, and if you look at it from what happened this week, mm-hmm. you had two 3-0 games, or like 3-0 matches. Yeah, I mean, I'll be and honest, we won't have much to talk the, about. The six teams that won, or like the six matches that were the winners, Yeah, yeah. not a single one had Zeri. <laughs> In fact... Most of them played against Azari. I think there was like one, maybe two games where there wasn't Azari. I think yeah. I think there was one game each day where there wasn't Azari. But like, isn't that kind of surprising if you think about it? Because Berserker, he's obviously he was he's pretty well known for Azari. As soon as he joined Cloud Nine last year, he's been getting pentakill over pentakill on Azari, and also Stixe. You know, I think earlier in the season he like only picked Azari and he was smurfing. But it's so ironic because in the playoffs, they don't pick Zeri at all and actually win because of that. Zeri's just the norms champ. <laughs> yeah, you know, when, when it gets to playoffs, uh, no more Zeri. We got, we're going to take it a bit seriously. I wonder if some pros just sometimes think of like the main like season uh-huh. as norms. And then if they make it into playoffs, now it's like ranked where you have to try extra hard. It's like perks where like he'll, he's like, okay, I'll try now once it's like summer. Yeah. It's just like, okay, it's try time. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, wonder if, I wonder if any'd think like that. You have to think like eventually um, one or two would, especially yeah. since NA doesn't have any of the, like the point systems. Mm-hmm. So if you don't find MSI too valuable, what's really the point of even, like, playing? I mean, I, I'll kind of have to agree with you here. It's almost like in this playoff, some teams actually decided to go sort of like that normal route, and other teams decided to 
completely flip that. Be very flexible. And as we've noticed, the flexible teams won. Like you said, the Zeri pick, super common. We even see Sejuani sometimes, which is not the best to see. But we see some very mediocre and like boring drafts versus some really exciting ones. One champion that I was surprised that was picked a lot, mm-hmm. Malkai. He got, he got hard nerfed. <laughs> yeah. His items got hard nerfed. But I feel like he was a big factor into the winning teams, like the like Cloud9 and Golden Guardians winning. He's a big yeah. factor. He just came out of nowhere. I mean, I don't know what was the, like, because, you know, we're Iron Analysts. We don't really, we don't really, really see the reason why. My, we can definitely see that Zeri's bad, right? And we can see that Sejuani's bad. But we can't really see why Maokai was such a good decision here. Why, why, why do you think Maokai was so prevalent during these series? I don't know. All I do know is thanks to Gory, our low elo games will be even more sucky because more people will now lock Cassante mid. Cassante mid. <laughs> <sighs> like, you know what's going to happen. They're going to lock it in. Mm-hmm. It's going to be horrible. And I don't know. It's going to be it's but gonna be weird. You would think that maybe because they pick Asante mid like in solo queue, they'll be less inti because it's a tank and he can't die that easily. So could it be a blessing in disguise? Uh, I don't know. I personally don't like when there's more than two tanks on it. Like two is like the max I want to see on my team or the enemy. Yeah. If I see any more than two, mm-hmm. then I'm just like, oh... We're so bad, we don't know how to, like, abuse things. Yeah. So, we have no damage. Because that's... I've discovered in low elo, all you need is damage. True. It doesn't doesn't matter if you need, like, a balance of damage. You just need damage. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's why enchanters are still so broken in low elo right now. Is because you don't really need someone to go in and engage... You just need someone to keep all of your idiot chickens that are your allies mm-hmm. from not dying. That's pretty true. Don't die. Just keep autoing. That's all I need from you. Just don't die. And at the same time, you can't really expect, you know, low low players to play tanks properly as well. Yeah. So that is viable. And I can see a lot of people just ulting on Cassante early and just getting one shot right after. But anyways, uh, let's get into... The first game, uh, Cloud9 versus FlyQuest. If we see just from the draft itself, we can clearly see that a lot of things were wrong, especially one main thing that I just like was so shocked by was the Victor pick by Vikla. Like, why? No, no, there's a second moment. There's a second. Okay, what's the second moment? Second moment is why are you pairing Rakan and Zaya together? Oh, Zeri? Yeah, Zeri. Rakan Zeri. Yeah, I don't understand either, because they did that in the second game, too. Because Zaya could have been a viable pick, if you want, like, poke. She's a great poke champion. Yeah. Um, Lulu wasn't banned, so you could have easily picked Lulu. Soraka wasn't banned, you could have picked Soraka. Why Rakan? Yeah, it's it's They, they took two metas, tried to combine it, uh-huh. and just did not work. It did not, yeah, <laughs> some things don't work. That's for sure. I, I totally agree with you. There's... You can pick Zeri Lulu, or you can pick Zaya Rakan. You don't have to mix it up. I know a lot of teams think that Rakan kind of meshes well with everything. You'd be <clears> wrong. You're wrong. And secondly, if you have the opportunity to pick Zaya and Rakan, 
Rakan, he can travel like twice as far, you know? He's so much more efficient with Zai as well. Not only that, in the bot lane, it was a Zeri Rakan versus a Varus Heimerdinger. What is that Rakan going to do? Nothing. Literally going nothing. To do so much of nothing that once it comes to team fights, he will be killed faster than Blabber seeing a scuttle crab. <laughs> And that's saying something, because that boy, if he sees one spawn out of the water, he is all for one, one for all. That bitch's mind go everyone else good luck. <laughs> and also, one thing we just, I cannot agree with FlyQuest in the first game was, you got a really interesting mesh between early game and late game. You got the Victor and Zeri, which have a really hard time scaling um, until it's like, 30 minutes out, at least 30 minutes of the game. Hard to, or you could even boil it down to just three items. They yeah. need a minimum of three items, three items to spike. And it's not easy, especially when you got a Maokai that's coming bot saying hello once in a while, almost every time. And then, on the other hand, you got a Wukong Renekton who, you know, you'd even play for topside. <laughs> you'd even play for topside. And they just, they did nothing in the early game. Honestly, they did worse. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't looking too good. And I felt like for game two, it was... Another draft gap. It was the same thing. Yes, some of the champions were slightly different, but the play style is still there. Yeah. We kept the Zeri Rakan, right? Yeah, and then instead of Victor late game, you have Vagar late game, which granted has a slightly more CC, bar, but still has to wait until late. Yep, so you're, you gotta uh, wait even instead, longer. Instead of Wukong, we have Sijuani, which is, in my opinion, slightly worse, so it's a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you have Renekton going to Jax, which, with Jax's nerf, is also a downgrade. I agree. Like, why, why don't you pick Fiora? Fiora wasn't banned. The Fiora. only upgrade, in my opinion, is the Vigar. <laughs> Everything else just got worse. <laughs> Everything just got worse. I agree. And I do think FlyQuest, they try to do a different take where they're going to be like, okay, let's just do full scaling, right? Because they did add the Sejuani, who is more prevalent later into the game, and a Vagar. But, like, did, did pro play suddenly forget the meta? Haven't we talked about how like how this new meta is so early game focused, yet they're suddenly just reverting to their old ways? And let me just talk about C9's draft during the second game. I think it was amazing. Uh, the Soraka pick, to counter all that engage that FlyQuest had with Jax, Sejuani, and Rakan. Also the Orianna. Yeah, and the Orianna was good too. Game 3 though, I would say FlyQuest's draft was better, but... I feel by this point, Cloud9 just got so far in their heads. <laughs> yeah. And they just didn't know what to do. Like, Vikla inted so many times on the Tristana. Absolutely. That You're not it, was, wrong. it was unbearable. And can we just talk about how how beautiful and amazing this uh, Berserker of Felios is? A solo kill huh. a solo kill on Prince, okay? Yep, okay. We're already we're already getting turned on by that, okay? Slightly. Oh I'm getting pretty turned on. Sorry, TMI. Anyways, and then and then the double kill when uh both Ayla and Prince are trying to gangbang him, he's just like, nope. And then like boom boom. Finishes them off. No pun intended. And then after that, you know, he just like two levels ahead of Prince. He's ahead of everything. And the team the team finding just works out perfectly with Sejuani and Cloud9, which actually worked by the way, just frontlining perfectly. Mm. The Braum, 
you know, adding towards that CC and Aphelios. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yep. Don't forget. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. If there was no Berserker 2, just because of how like strong MNS got in the early game, he, he just did so much damage later. Honestly, Cloud9's draft in the third game, in my opinion, is the perfect synergy team. Because uh, except Renekton, the, the, no, even Renekton. even Renekton. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So here's my explanation. Okay. from how I see it. Mm-hmm. So you have Brahm and Shizwani who give the CC stuns. Oh yeah, based off real. their passes. They have so much CC, and just those two alone work with each other because they can proc yeah. each other's. The Freljord brothers. Yep. Uh, Ophelios is good at hitting both of their CC, mm-hmm. while also being able to use his form of CC to help. Work the other two CCs. And he's so good at kiting as well. Silas can also dive in to those three forms of CC, creating his own form of CC. So you have four forms of CC. Plus, Silas can also take any form of CC they have, so that you're now up to, like, five CCs. You're so much CC. Yeah. Oh, just wait. And now throw in the Renekton, who can also dive in to activate these CCs with his own CC. So in the end... And not only that, both of the original two CCs have two forms of CCs. So you end up getting like eight to nine CCs in your CC with your CC. <laughs> oh my god. Therefore, it is the ultimate CC for the CC. If you wanted a better top laner, you could probably go like Scion, I guess. But just it's you it's funnier taken. this way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if you could have said it any better than I have. Um, so how how is 280Cs, a dead tree, a, a crappy support, and an old man supposed to do against the CCC train? No, speaking of bad support, though, um, after the series, a lot of people were saying, get rid of Ayla, bring Winston back. I went on as a FlyQuest fanboy, yes. Wow. I want Ayla and LS out of my forest. I do. <laughs> out of the forest. <laughs> LS too. Okay. Out of the forest. <laughs> They're toxins to the trees. And also Vikla. I'm the Lorax and I speak for the trees. Get them out of here. <laughs> I don't think the Lorax sounds like that. No, if the Lorax smoked step. a pack a day and drank a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Lorax's stepbrother or something like that. <laughs> the Lorax's drunken uncle. Drunken uncle, yeah. <laughs> but, no, honestly, I, I do say they have some merit. I feel like the first, like, games, uh, Prince and Winston had felt like they had a... Winsome. Winsome. Mm. Sorry. So I heard wisdom. I was like... <laughs> the wisdom. Wisdom. Winsome with the Wisdom. <laughs> He's feeling it. Mm, okay. No, just okay. Winsome and Prince, I felt like, had a better early on synergy than I've seen with Prince and Ayla. Like, yeah, I don't believe they've lost before. They might have lost one. One? Okay. Um, but even then, just the the mash between them. Yeah, I mean, it worked out, right? Um, Winsome was already speculated to be a great... Winsome and player. Prince are peanut butter and jelly, while Prince and Ayla... Is peanut butter and Nutella. Nutella. One, like, both are okay sandwiches. Uh-huh. Just one is more appealing to most people, and the other one's just, yeah, if I want to be a diabetic, I'll go that route. Yeah, I mean, wow. A great analogy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to just give that to you, but um, I definitely agree. We've also seen Ayla just not really being there, you know? 
he was always like staying in the back. And I have to say, just overall, in my opinion, I think the reason why C9 won, ignoring the trashy draft that Flyquist had, was that C9 just striked first, you know? They they took all the Cobra Kai lessons they could. They watched all of the seasons on Netflix. And they were always the first ones hitting the dragon. Oh, I, and I, they burned the first copy of the Karate Kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just all of that combined, I feel like because they were putting so much pressure on these objectives first... It forced FlyQuest to be in a lot of uncomfortable situations. And C9 being the great team fighting team they are, I mean, look at their draft. Even with how they countered them in draft, they also managed to create amazing team fighting comps, right? And in that sense, just they dominated. Now, I, I, have, the, I have a picture that I want you to image in your brain. Okay, you better ready? not be a nude or anything like no, that. No, no, no. Okay. okay, so picture this. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, a hundred thieves win LCS Summer and everyone's all excited because a new organization has become the top dog. Oh, yeah. Uh Yep. I remember. Yeah. Following year, evil geniuses have a breakthrough and then they become the top dog. Okay. Well, Golden Guardians has shot both of them in the head this playoff season and they are now the top dogs. Oh. Or at least the third best. At least the third best. Third best. Yeah. We take it. But, oh my, I did not even realize that. You're right. I mean, <laughs> sorry, uh, 100 Thieves, they were at the top two years ago, and then it was EG. And Golden Guardians kind of just slapped both of them in the face. I mean, it took, it, it, it was a bit harder to slap 100 Thieves in the face. But right after, they like, freaking front slapped EG, and then went back with a backhand, and yeah. boom, you know? Yeah, well, it's like, it's it's like a hitman. Like, they had, they had they struggled to get their first kill yeah. on 100 Thieves, uh-huh. but after they killed them, they knew how to pull the trigger, and they looked at evil geniuses and just like, ah, you ain't that evil. Boom. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> once you pull the first trigger, like, once you're a criminal, there's no going back, you know what yeah. I mean? So, that's what happened. Wait, wouldn't Golden Guardians be considered the saviors and not the criminals? Because they've killed the thieves and the evil geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's the redemption arc of the heroes. They're the guardians. Yeah. The golden ones. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> now they just have to burn a tree and then, you know, take over the clouds. <laughs> yeah. Well, burn a forest. Burn, burn a forest. Burn a forest. Yeah. But the forest is already tainted, so it's I'll okay. Be, yeah, I'd be honest, like... The reason I said trees because the previous games against Cloud9, it, it really looked like there were just a couple trees. Like, it, it was not a full forest that they were going against. But hopefully next week we'll see some more, you know, yeah. good team synergies some, something going with on. FlyQuest, right? But right off the bat with Golden Guardians, they just demolished EG game one. Yeah, I think there was like a really big meme going on with the first game against EG versus Golden Guardians because, I mean, look at their team. They got a Jinx, Trisana, and Ash. It was like, everyone just like, yup, it's ADC meta. Yeah. I feel so sorry for Vulcan sometimes. Yeah. Because he's well known to be a great engage support. Like, mm-hmm, that's true. One of the top best in NA. And <laughs> what do we give the top best engage support in NA? Ash. Ash. I mean, period. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ash. You know what was one of my favorite moments in that game? What? Watching Licorice, who I will say, he smurfed these three games. You know why he smurfed? Why? Because he didn't go negative. He didn't go negative. He didn't go negative in his KDA. Oh, his KDA time. was way better. Uh-huh. 
It was like just it was just better all around. It was better. And just watching Licorice go, I can finally kill someone as he's playing Fiora chasing down an Ash during a team fight. I'm just like, come here, little boy. No, but I think it's actually crazy. I mean, EG, they allowed, they, I mean, Golden Guardians, I'd say. Golden Guardians gave Licorice the counterpick, picked Fiora, allowed him to pick Fiora into Cassante, and it worked out perfectly. I think the Talia pick was amazing with... You know, uh, Gory just one-tapping the Jinx, Trisana, and Ash. And then, you know, Cassante, Malkai, what are they going to do, right? They can't really do anything. Uh, and then I, I don't think Stixay, like, did much. But because just in general, I feel like um, EG's team comp wasn't too good. And at the same time, Golden Garden just looks so much better. Yeah. And su- surprise, surprise, game two and three, Evil Geniuses lose with what champion? Would you say, is that a Zeri <laughs> in the yeah. wild? That's, I, I just find it crazy because, you know, we don't really see FBI as that, like, Zeri player, you know? We see, mostly see Stixay, that is the one that plays Zeri a lot, but... When when I think of FBI, I think of, like, Lucian and... Jin. I think of Jin. I don't Lucian, know Jin, and Athelios. Lucian, yeah. <laughs> he played a lot of Athelios, like, two years ago. Yeah, I definitely agree, and... Zeri, again, did not work out too well. And I have to give it to Huhi. Huhi has just made so many insane engages. Absolutely beautiful. And Licorice, you know, what do you do when you have a bad player in your team? You give him the counterpick. Okay? You give him the counterpick. Here's your highest chances of winning. Don't fuck this up. Don't, yeah, exactly. And guess what? He did it. Okay? Yeah. He didn't mess it up. Um, the rest of the team looking solid. Um... And that's also what I really loved about Golden Guardians. Their second game draft is that they flexed so hard. They flex picks so hard. You have the Cassante that can go top or mid, right? Guess what? It's going mid. Yeah. They they have the Tristana, which can go mid or bot. Guess what? It's going bot. No one is playing Tristana ADC. But it's Golden Guardians it just are. proves to everyone in these, these two games of, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe me? Watch. Watch me. And then moving on to the third game, we got to see a rumble. Yeah, we did. I haven't seen a rumble in a hot minute. And we also got to see... Oh, wait. That's so funny, though. Do you know what? why? Because they, they gave Licorice the counterpick again. That they did. Third they game. gave him three counterpicks in a row. They gave him three counterpicks in a row. That and is so funny. We also learned that the only person that can pull off a Viego in NA is Closer. Yeah. Uh, like, what I think is, right now, jungle is so weak. Like, even if you make a crazy lead, your XP is going to be the same as the opposing jungler. And Viego, he, he thrives on these early leads, right? So, he needs the snowball. The he, snowball he needs the gone. snowball, yeah. It's just not that possible, you know? Honestly, I think uh, if he still wanted to be more engaging with that kind of hyper carry, mm-hmm. I think Lee Sin would have been a better pick. Yeah, Lee Sin would have been pretty cool. But I definitely agree. Like, what, are, what are you going to do into... First of all, you can't really gank the bot lane because Amumu, right? Yeah. Amumu is great for peeling, great for stunning. Trisana can just jump out. Yep, just hops away. And not only that, but you got to admit, even though Maokai scales, he is pretty prevalent in the early game. Yeah. And he, you can't deny his damage early game either. And I guess like EG, they were trying to be, you know, a little sneaky with that Malphite pick because Malphite's so OP right now. But counter pick, and not only that, <laughs> counter pick first, right? Licorice, licorice, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, licorice, do the thing, do the thing. <laughs> and then secondary, 
who he would just the the malfight for Golden Guardians. Yeah. That last team fight, that wombo combo, that was beautiful. Yeah. All in all, I kind of didn't see this happening. I mm-hmm. thought FlyQuest would figure their shit out, mm-hmm. be Cloud9. They didn't and take a single game. Every singer, caster, and announcer said that Evil Geniuses was going to win either 3-0 or 3-1. Not even yeah. five games. Four three, games yeah. max. 3-0 three, three or 3-1. And they, Golden Guardians, they completely flipped the script. Yeah. So, very unpredictable. Uh, another thing that's been unpredictable outside of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what happened with TSM? No, what happened? So TSM has announced that they are going to be pulling out of a lot of their esports. They're reducing. Why? So way back when, like a couple, <clears throat> like last year ish. Was this the Reggie incident again? No, this oh. has to deal with uh, FTX or like their big money sponsor. Ooh, yeah. They lost a lot of money from the company. But TSM been- said that they were so profitable. Well, that would be the case if they didn't expand into so many different games recently. That's true. They even have, like, a PUBG mobile team. They have a PUBG mobile team. (laughs) They recently started working on getting uh, another CSGO team. Oh, my goodness. What is this? Um, And they just... They're they're too far spread out. They've lost, like, 60% of their money. And so they've had to pull away. And so we see immediately that they already changed the contracts with a lot of their players mm-hmm. getting them down to reduced salary Oof. which in my defense i think that a lot of pro players get paid way too much money mm-hmm. so i th- i'm kind of okay with it depending on the player yeah i feel like i feel a lot of bad players are getting paid too much money but to cut a whole team off Especially with when you have Maple and uh, I just drew playing Boogie. Yeah, Boogie's insane. Yeah, Boogie and yeah. Maple. Getting, having them paid is going to be rough. But Solo, their top laner, has uh, already announced that he's leaving and is looking wow. for a team. I mean, good luck to find a team because I only see him playing good on tanks. But yeah, okay. Um, is there any other news? Like, so there's there's that? there's. There's rumors, not confirmation, but rumors that TSM might be leaving some of their organizations that they're not doing so well in. And in the past couple years, they've been doing very poorly in League of Legends, which means they might oh my drop. God. So my question to you and the audience, who's going to, like, if they do drop out, who's going to replace them? I have an idea. <clears throat> I think, like, my best guess would be that a European team would try to have us one of like a slot in the NA scene. So this is my idea, which okay. I I'm not saying your idea is not wrong yeah, yeah. or bad. Appreciate but it. right now in Valorant, the way they have it set up for like their whole scene is it's all of North America is grouped together. Mm-hmm. So you have like uh, your Latin community and then the NA community <clears throat> all yes. play on one thing. Yeah. And League of Legends, since it's a little bit bigger and more well-developed in other regions, mm-hmm. it might they, they won't be able to do that. But what they can do is maybe pull one of the more popular regions or like teams from there and bring them up to NA. Oh. And so I was looking at those teams, and I think since their Valorant team did so well last year, Loud, that 
they got such a big boost from the NA community. That's true, they did. That I don't know if it would be more beneficial or not, but if they did come to LCS, they might have more viewership, not as not only as a team, but then you would have all of the Latin American fans of them come and start watching the LCS to maybe give And the Latin like <laughs> sorry, the Latin American fans are like really loyal as well. Yeah. So that's a big boost there in viewership, fandom, all of that. And they, like, last year they made it, I think, into both MSI and Worlds. I don't no, think they, they did. I have to add on to that, actually. Uh, remember, there's, like, that one ADC player from yeah. Loud who, like, he, he got, like, really viral because he wrote, like, bot gap on his biceps. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think for sure, like, it's not even just their Valorant team, but, you know, their League of Legends team is also very loved by... The Latin community and a lot of the North, uh, what is it, LCS community as well. So I think it's definitely possible. I don't know if there are any rules that prevents that, but yeah, I don't know. That's why I said like, if it's possible, that in my opinion would be a great replacement. What about Mr. Beast? He would need at least a year or two to find a good team. I think he's too busy, and he did say he wants to get the very best players. Yeah. Which might be a little harder. Yeah. Dang. But hey, we'll just have to find out next week what happens for both the playoffs with finals coming up and if there's any more TSM news. But Yeah, who do you think is going to win the grand finals of Spring Split? Ooh. So if Golden Guardians, so if Golden Guardians beat FlyQuest, I want Golden Guardians to win. No! If FlyQuest beat Golden Guardians, I pray to God that they at least win one to two games from Cloud9, but Cloud9 will win. That's <laughs> <laughs> like what you want or what you assume? Assume. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, overall, who would you want like to win? FlyQuest. I'm, I'm a big FlyQuest boy, but I don't want to see seven games of C9 versus FlyQuest where C9 just kind of rolls them over. You want to see them, you know, fixed up? Yeah. You know, getting their head together. I agree. Uh, I want Cloud9 to win. That's fair. Yeah, Cloud9's cool. But we'll have to see. And can't wait to talk to you about it next week. And just all remember that grass, grass doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> I find <like> myself. <laughs>